Welcome to Victory in Faith Now podcast, episode number eight. Well, here we are again. We're here in the Victory in Faith Now podcast studios with episode number eight, entitled, Satan's Not a Lion, But a Liar. We're going to teach you some spiritual warfare today and how to make sure that you are victorious. Kay's not in the studio with me, but I'm here, and we're going to get started. As we speak, we're about ready to rock and roll. Welcome to Victory in Faith Now with your hosts, Reverend Philip and Kay Hughes. This is a ministry podcast show where you'll hear teachings on how to expand your faith and build your authority in Christ regarding spiritual warfare. On occasion, there will be time for you, the listener, to call in live. Our show will include testimonials, special guests, and special guest hosts. Also, with programs that will teach you the uncompromising Word of God. So, if you're looking to obtain knowledge and rock-solid teachings regarding such subjects as the occult, witchcraft, the origin of evil spirits, angels and demons, generational curses, Satan, the Holy Spirit, the power of prayer, the blood covenant, healing, faith, authority, and much, much more, then welcome to Victory and Faith Now! You can also visit our website at www.victoryandfaithnow.org. And now, here's your hosts, Reverend Philip and wife, Kay Hughes. Well, we thank you for that great announcement. We have a good announcer. Okay, we are here in the Victory Studios, and we have a good podcast for you. Episode number eight, and it is entitled, Satan's Not a Lion, But a Liar. And you know, you have no idea how much truth that is. We're going to show you some things today on how you can grab a hold, if you'll just stand your ground, how to grab a hold of victory in your life in this. We're going to show you how to utilize some of the power and authority that the Lord Jesus Christ gives us. Now, one of the other things that we need to also show you or tell you too, and that is is that what's going to happen if you don't, okay? Because the lion is a representation of Satan himself. Satan goes about as a roaring lion, it says, devouring whom he may devour. And so if you don't want to be devoured, you need to listen to this program. And we're about ready to get started to teaching you some very simple principles that will work each and every time. So, like I said, a lot of times, if you don't do a lot of times what the Bible tells you to do, or what God kind of lays out as a, as a plan for your life, you're going to end up paying the price for it. Not that God's ugly and mean and nasty, but bottom line is it's just like this. It's like, you know, if you are a parent, you tell your children something, you tell it to them for the good, uh, I would hope, at least obviously. And so if that's the case, for them to improve their life from experiences that you've had, And so God does the same thing by putting this stuff in the Bible for us so that we can follow. And Jesus left some pretty good examples for us. Now, let me give you a verse. 1 Peter 5, that's chapter 5, verse 8. And this is what it says. 
It says, be sober and watch. For your adversary, the devil, is goes about as a roaring lion, walking about seeking whom he may devour. doesn't say you are going to get devoured, seeking out whom he may devour. So he may devour you, but only if two things. One, you allow him to. Or two, you're too ignorant in the word. And that's not just calling you dumb. It's just saying that if you're not smart enough to know what's going on and how to deal with the devil, he's going to seek someone to devour. And it may be you. So he's going to continue to come after people unless they know how to stop him, resist him, and put some kind of a, a force between him and yourself. And that's where Jesus comes in, because it's not only the name, but the blood that he shed that gives us the power and authority. And we can resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So here's what I'm going to tell you. This is on another version of that. Be self-controlled and vigilant always for yourself and for your enemy, because the devil is always out prowling around like a lion. See, he's like a lion. doesn't say he is a lion. Roaring. For someone to find, to scare or pray as a prey, to eat or to devour. So be firm in your faith. Remember that your, your stand is important. Christians in other parts of the world are also being bothered. Don't think that you are the only ones. This is because he sends out his demonic activity all over the globe to harass people and create issues. Receive all of the grace who has called you, that would be from Jesus, and share eternal splendor through Christ, will make you whole, and he'll make you secure and strong in all power, and has nothing, nothing shall in any means hurt you or devour you. And he has his favor over you. Okay? So, that is just one verse, but that's the key verse to our particular message today. And again... Just in case you haven't, you're getting in late, the message is, Satan's not a lion, but a liar. And he's the father of lies. So, let's continue and uh, we'll see a few things here as to what happens when you don't follow the rules. Okay, we say, I guess God did not, uh, you know, want to heal me today. Or God did not want to answer my prayer today. Well, you know, we need to be able to... Know where that's coming from. Why you even got that thought? Well, part of it is through temptation that the enemy wants to tell you that God doesn't care about you. He just created you to be thrown out here on the earth and you're on your own. Not true. Not true at all. You know, another thing is, is that you need to be thankful that, that God does, you know, favor you. And you say, well, how do I know that? Put it in this way. Second Corinthians uh, 1.4 says this. You know, I think my God... At all times, for you because of the grace, the favor, and the spiritual blessings of God, which was bestowed upon you in Christ Jesus. If it wasn't that he wasn't sent here to die for you, I would say that that's a pretty good sacrifice. You, as a parent, wouldn't sacrifice your own child for the rest of the world, but God did for us. So you need to see that, and you need to understand that. So you see, even though you may have issues and problems throughout life, just like everybody else, you know, it shows you, anyway, that God is trying to work something out in your life. So don't cast away the word, or God's stand as it is, tells us to do in Ephesians uh, 6, 11, and 12. You know, some of you might be familiar with that particular verse. I know I am. Obviously, it's one I've, I've ministered on multiple times. 
and it's part of the the logo that we have for our ministry, dealing with the uh, the sword and the shield. But um, Ephesians six eleven says this: Put on God's whole armor, the armor of a heavy armed soldier, which God supplies, that you may be able to successfully to stand up against all of the strategies, the schemes, the temptations, the trials, the tribulations of the devil. Verse 12, For we are not wrestling with flesh and blood. Only with physical opponents do you wrestle. But the devil is not a physical being. He's a supernatural being in spirit. So we are fighting against the powers and against the master spirits of all of the world. He is the ruler of the world. He's the God of this world. And we are fighting against the present darkness, against the spirit forces, organizations, and powers that are spiritual. We are up against the unseen powers and controls of the dark world, the spiritual agents, from a very headquarters of the evil one. Okay? And so what you have to understand is, you need to be concerned about the fact that you're dealing with a supernatural force in this world today. See, the King James Version in that particular verse of 12, it says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So your fight's not against your friends, your relatives, your husband, your wife, your kids. You are wrestling against a spiritual warfare, principalities and powers, and against rulers of darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness in high places. So we need to be able to fight those spiritual warfare with the same power and authority Jesus did, and he left it for us. And it's in his name and it's in his blood that we can confess these things and say to the enemy, I rebuke you, bind you, cast you out in Jesus' name, and I command it to be so in the blood. So we have to remember... So don't stand around and and let Satan lie to you like that. Because James tells us that if you will resist the devil, he will flee from you. He will run away. It did not say that he might do it if he felt like it. It said that he will flee from you. The word flee means to run away. If you listen to one of the episodes from the last one, probably, I think it was in... Episode 7, I explain that, where he is told that if you resist him, he will flee. And I indicated in that, that that word flee simply is translated run away. So we need to fight by faith, because that's what we have to work with. We cannot outmaneuver, out-trick, or out, uh, somehow or another think him, because he's been around a lot longer than us. But with the name of Jesus, and with that supernatural power in the blood... We can do what needs to be done because Jesus left us with that authority. So we need to remember that. You can stand your ground and you can tell him to back off and leave you alone. And you can command it to be so in his name. And therefore he has to obey because he has to obey the name of Jesus. And he hates that name because he knows he has to obey it. Let me take a look at um, at Hebrews 10, verse 35 and 36 for a second. And so it says this. It says, Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which may have granted recompense of reward. In other words, 36 says this. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. 
and I have a period at the end of mine. Now, I've done a lot of traveling, and in my ministry, a lot of times when I would teach, I would say, in your Bible, does it have a period? Yes, it does. Well, if you've got a period there, stop putting question marks about what God's willing to do. Amen? So, what is the promise? Well, remember that it was Jesus, first of all, who died on the cross. So, part of the promise is, is to receiving Jesus. The reward of the promise is life ever everlasting. You know, eternal bliss with God and with Jesus. Uh, you'll know that you're going to make it to heaven. You know, you can, you can count on that. That's a promise. But the enemy knows that, too. That's why we are in this warfare, or part of it, part of the reasons. So, you need to ask yourself, well, what is the will of God, then? Holding fast to your confession. The will of God is fighting the good fight of faith. The will of God is being faithful in what we want to do. The will of God is going to the Bible studies going to church. The will of God is tithing. The will of God is, is praying. If you're seeing what I'm trying to say here, is just basically following the simple rules and regulations that God and Jesus has laid out for you to live so that you'll have a better life. And we'll be able to defeat the enemy when he comes against us. Well, the main thing we need to do, though, and that is what a lot of people do, which is they go about thinking and expecting God to answer them for all of their needs and their prayers. But God said that after you've done the will of God, that then you will receive the promise. In other words, it's a two-way street here. He will then meet your needs and answer your prayers. Did not God himself say, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things may be added unto you, you know. And then people can, can obtain the promises of God, which at first, you know, doing that doesn't always come out the way that it's expected to. In short, you cannot get the promises of God first without doing God's will. You see, in Second Corinthians 1.4, you know, it tells us, you know, that we're to trust him in all things, Okay. And Hebrews 11.6 tells us that it's impossible to please him without the faith believing that he's going to do those things. You know, if you look at 1 Peter, that we will have to do this part of the will of God to get the answer and the reward. But the suffering it is talking about is not sickness or disease. You know, for Christ has already dealt with that. He's already taken care of that. You have to remember, not only did he die on the cross, but he went through the persecution. He went through all of the, the gossip, and he went through the beatings and the whipping. He went through all of the sicknesses and the diseases. He took upon himself everything that we've ever suffered and would suffer. Remember that one thing, if God be for you, you've got to know that you are God's property. And Jesus didn't do that for nothing. He didn't just go to the cross just because he wanted to. He went to the cross because he had to. It's the only way that we would have had salvation for the rest of our lives. So if God be for you, think about this. If God be for you, then who can be against you? You know, Jesus is available to you 24-7, 365. And that you can take to the bank. We love you. 
I know that this was a short one, but it's important that you understand some of the things that you have power and authority over. So, I will be right back in just a couple of seconds, right after we hear a short message from our announcer. We'll be right back. We thank you for the time you've spent with us on this episode of Victory in Faith Now. Our desire is to honor God by promoting victory in your life, by teaching that all can be healed according to the word of faith. Also, by reaching out to the world, to all in need of Jesus Christ. Reverend Phil and Kay Hughes seek for you a deeper spiritual walk of faith, power and authority for all who know Jesus is Lord, and salvation for all those who don't. May God's very best be yours. Now, a closing comment from your hosts, Reverend Phil and his wife, Kay Hughes. Okay, I know that the um, this particular podcast, this episode number eight, was a little bit shorter than typical, and that's fine because... You know, they're not all going to be, you know, long and lengthy. We have some that obviously are going to go into two, maybe even three parts because they are a little bit more in-depth. But anyway, I wanted to say that uh, Kay and I both really appreciate all of you that are listening. We hope to see you again real soon. We're going to be doing another one coming up here real soon. As a matter of fact, she's going to be in the studio with me on that one. Uh, This is Episode 8. We've got Episode 9 coming up. But just so that I don't put my foot in my mouth, I'm not going to give you the title. But we do have one coming up that where both of us will be in it. And if I'm not mistaken, it probably will be two parts. But anyway, we want you to know that we'd like to see you email us. Uh, You can do that by contacting us at phil, P-H-I-L dot K-K-A-Y, at victoryinfaithnow.org. You can also leave us an email there. We'll get back with you. Or you can go to our website at www.victoryinfaithnow.org. Subscribe to us there. You can also see some of our episodes there if you want. And if you've got iTunes, you can go to iTunes and uh, subscribe to us. And also give us a five-star rating there. Go to uh, YouTube. We're on YouTube. And you can subscribe there, and they'll continue to send things to you. You can go to, uh, if you have an Android, to iTunes. Um, it is called Podcast Republic. We are getting ready to go on Stitcher. We're working on some things to do that. We haven't put our Twitter thing together yet, but we do have our Facebook, and we're working on that. We're also still finalizing the last few things we need to do on the web page. But our web page is up. looks pretty good. You can go in there to uh, contact us and get uh, some information. You can also uh, read about us, and there's a blog page there and so on and so forth like that. So we're really looking forward to seeing some things like that. We're getting ready to do a little bit, maybe before too long, with some cameras so that we can put on some video on YouTube as well. Well, this has been a blessed day. I honor having you there with me to hear this podcast, and I appreciate you. And ask that uh, God's blessing be upon you. My wife Kay and I uh, would love very much to let you know that we appreciate you. 
And we love you. And we're looking forward to seeing you again on the next podcast. So again, one more time, we just want to say that we appreciate you. And we look forward to having you visit again on the next podcast, which will be podcast number nine. Until then, God bless. And don't forget, keep the faith.